evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and Rough Neck Scarves. We are the only podcast dedicated to the New York Red Bulls 2 of the USL Championship. I'm going to have to Woo! get used to saying that over and over again. Uh, so fancy. I love it. <laughs> spoilers. You're not supposed to know who's on the show yet. Uh, Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Tonight, we're going to talk the start of the season, what we know about the roster, a smoking hot New Jersey that they debuted today, which apparently is for sale, which is fantastic. Uh, we're going to preview the match this weekend against Swope Park. We got Thad Bell, the managing editor at the Blue Testament, uh, to talk a little bit Swope Park, give us a little uh, preview of what they've got going for them. And then we're going to give our USL predictions for this weekend. Joining me tonight, we've got Anthony Merced. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hello, I'm excited that we can finally talk about a game, even though we have no idea who's going to play in it. <laughs> we have some, we have a little smidgen we, we of an do. idea. Yes. Uh, we, we, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, and of course, back on the show for a second week in a row, it's Bill Toomey. Hello, Bill. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, we don't have Joe Steen yet. There is another mystery host who's going to be coming in at some point, but uh, he's, oh, not, he's not here yet. <laughs> I love that Anthony is upset That's about it already. Um, if it's who I think it is, it's just going to be fights all the I long. love that you think it's that, but it's not that. Um, okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm on the Slack chat. I know what it's like. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's like a war zone all day long. <laughs> um. Let's look at the start of the season. We've got very little info right now in terms of this roster. Uh, but you know, the season is here. Time marches on. It's going to be a cold, cold weekend at MSU Soccer Park. But uh, you know, when you look at who is potentially on this roster, uh, there's a couple of things that I'm excited to find out about. And I, I think we should kind of go around the room and go through... Um, what players you're going to be keeping an eye on their progress starting on the back line uh anthony uh two guys in particular um can jordan scarlet be something finally can he live up to um the the best moments that we've seen of him and also reese buckmaster our favorite name now in the usl easily um what's he what's he going to be like and and how's is he going to impress the way he has um in the preseason yeah, and look, I think it, it speaks volumes that uh, they loaned him up. I know it, it's more of just having an available body for CCL, but the, they trust him enough to bring him along on that roster. And, you know, there's always potential that he would have been inserted into that game. So uh, that I think that says the staff thinks very highly of him. Uh, Bill, who do you, who are you keeping an eye on on that back line? I'm going to have to agree with uh, Reese Buckmaster. I'm curious to see, uh, actually excited to see what he's going to bring to the team. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. The the other two guys that I'm going to be looking at, uh, Alan Giannis, who is now going to have a whole you know preseason under his belt and allow him to settle into the team even better than he did last season. And Edgardo Rito, who is still kind of an unknown in terms of uh, what he's going to bring to the team. We saw him very briefly in a preseason match, and uh, I was excited about what I saw. Okay, let's move Did up. he signed? He signed, yeah. He was, in, he was like one of the first players they announced for this season uh, who wasn't previously on the roster that signed. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's a loan deal. It's not It's not a full signing. Oh, okay. Uh, let's move to the midfield. Uh, this time I'll start with you, Bill. Who in the midfield are you going to be keeping an eye on? Midfield's hard to say. I mean, I like all the guys up front are the people I'm really looking forward to see. Uh, it's hard, to, really hard to say in the midfield because I, I don't even know who's going to be announced really for the starting roster on, on Saturday attacking. I, I have an idea up front, but uh, midfield's hard to say. I'm not too sure about the midfield. Well, two guys that I think you could pretty much guarantee you're going to be in the squad in some amount and probably through the rest of the season. You've got Chris Lima and Jean-Christophe Kofi. So Chris Lima did pretty well last year. I mean, if he continues to to play well and uh, build up his game, he's one of the guys that I always thought maybe could even move up to the first team as well, depending on how he plays. So this could be his his year to to shine through. Fair. Anthony. So um, my question for the the midfield is going to be who's who's going to be the guy that steps up into that kind of. I guess destroyer is, is is a good term for it because this team early on had in the first few years had Dan Metzger and then Andrew Tenari stepped into that role, but also did in 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 a very different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they they helped really establish that midfield and connect that defense and and offense. I'm very concerned that they may not have that here. Chris Lima may need to be that. John Christoph Kofi does not seem so far to be able to do that. Um, from the from the brief bit that that we have seen from him, he seems to be more on the defensive side of the ball. And anytime he's pushed forward, things tend to go wrong, um, or at least from a preseason standpoint. Right. So I I, I think it's going to be a very interesting to see if Chris Lima can step up in particular because that's the main guy I'm thinking of here to be the Andrew Tenari or Dan Metzger. Well, if 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 our uh, earlier rumors prove to be true, Kyle Zajic. I think that's how you say his name. I really hope so, Kyle. Uh, I'll apologize to your face uh, if I'm wrong about that one. Um, if we're to believe that he is going to be one of the guys signing with the USL side, in preseason, he definitely showed a lot of that uh, in terms of yeah. just trying to bring that bite to the midfield. Maybe even a little sloppy at times, but uh, he he was definitely looking to disrupt things and, and get in there and mix it up. The guy I'm going to be watching, this might surprise everybody is Ben Mines. I think that last Ooh. year last year he started to come along but then was uh you know sidelined with that injury and uh some other guys stepped up in that time. There's other uh players who are sort of vying for that uh winger role and it's it's going to be about proving himself this season and, and making sure that the minutes that he gets are, you know, not only earned but uh that he's able to um uh, create chances and, and score goals. So I, I really want to see that. And I think that he and Jared could make a very, very difficult to defend uh, wing sort of partners. Let's go up front. Right now on the USL championship uh, page, Matthias Jorgensen, or Jor- I should say Matthias Jorgensen, uh, is listed as uh, being on this roster. I'm not sure I believe that. <laughs> Neither do we're I. gonna have to see yeah i'll uh, leave it when i see it but who were you looking at up front uh anthony it's to me i you know weighing in who's gonna get the most minutes in the usl this season i'm saying tom barlow mm-hmm. um is gonna be the one that i want to keep an eye on because i think that 
as of this point, thinking of people on the roster that exist that have not sprouted up out of nowhere yet. Um, you know, Brian White and Jorgensen are going to be with the main team for the with the first team for the most part. So Tom Barlow, who had, I believe, he had 10 goals last year. Um, that's going to be the guy that I think is going to have to carry a, a large chunk of the season for them because he's going to be the one that's specifically going to be USO only. Fair. Uh, Bill, who you got? I'm definitely uh, interested in seeing Tom Barlow play the season and also Jared Stroud, especially I'll never forget last year when he had that face goal. Best goal that was probably <laughs> one of my favorite goals of the whole season. Absolutely. That should have been goal of the year in USL. Huge, huge robbery <laughs> that he didn't win that. Yes. Uh, so the other guys what that was USL goal of the year. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm gonna look it up while we talk now. I'm sure it was something from a team like uh, FCC or um, Sacramento. Second Somebody who's got a big fan base who's who's able to vote a lot. That's who wins these things. It's uh, it's not a hater. They have a lot of fans. That's I'm saying nice things about them. Uh, while so while you're looking that up, uh, yes, absolutely, Tom Barlow. I want to see um, if Brian White is going to be you know popping down to USL. I want to see you know some. Uh, additional progress from him. I think that we've seen lots of great stuff from him last year in terms of uh, the way that he was approaching that role, but I want to see him become more of a target man in the middle, um, which I think he's absolutely capable of. And then was Alex Bruce from San Antonio. He, he hit a shot from like almost the near almost midfield. There you go. I knew it would be something from long range. The voters love that yeah. or bicycle kicks. Those yep. are the only two things that ever get voted for a goal of the year. Um, Shout out. And, and the other the other finalist was Juan Cousin from Swope Park. Oh, there you go. Oh, who, who, had go. A really, who had a really great free kick. Who I believe is no longer on that roster. I was uh, going to say, no, no free kicks on Saturday then. No free kicks. And no. if we look at the roster that was out there during preseason, and if all of those guys or some of those guys come along, uh, there was trialless uh, Sebastian Elney. I thought he showed pretty well, and I'm definitely excited to see what he's got to bring. Okay. Uh, so here's who we know for sure uh, has been added to the roster. Reese Buckmaster was announced signed this week. It seems like Preston Kilwain... Uh, it's a defender. It seems like he's signed, uh, but there's no official word just yet. Uh, Edgardo Rito, who we mentioned uh, earlier, is another player that is signed on loan for the season. And that is it. <laughs> Aside from the other six that we knew about uh, heading into this. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, Evan Loro is not listed on the roster for Which USL. I don't believe at all. Yeah, that seems insane. I don't insane. believe that Ryan Mara got bumped to third on that list. I just while, I can't believe that that is. Bumped to third while, not, not while he was injured. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense at sure, all. Sure, but I but yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. I'm sure we'll see I mean, him I back at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he started this game, but I I don't think he is going to be the main goalkeeper for the year. I'm not even sure he's up to 100% health yet, so I would be surprised if he plays, but we'll see. Uh Moving on, let's talk about they, they released the jersey today, uh, which is red, which is oh, awesome, man. and has essentially black stripes. It's the old Metro kit. Uh, I like this kit. On a scale of 10 to 10, what would you rate it? This is I a 10. I would rate it like yeah. 11. <laughs> right I mean, th- this is the kit that everybody's wanted for years for the Red Bulls, 
and then no one's expecting it out of the blue. They show us the jersey, Teddy, and it's the kit that everybody wants for years, and it's for Red Bulls too, which is awesome. I just hope they're prepared to make it uh, you know, about a million of them because everyone's going to want one. Yeah, they said that it's going to be in limited quantities and only available at the matches, which to me uh, is a pretty smart move in terms of trying to get additional people to these matches because even if they just come out, just to get that jersey and they don't care about anything else that's happening it's packing additional bodies into msu plus they're gonna care if you could buy you know a dollar hot dog if it's friday it's dollar dog night they're gonna care about the dollar hot dogs too that's right i mean i'm buying i'm buying one on saturday but at the same time we're press so i better get my hot dog for free They, like as the only New Yorker on this podcast that trudges his way out to New Jersey, I better get a free hot dog. <laughs> and you drive now, too. So if you're driving on a Saturday to the game, just watch out for Anthony or whatever car you drive. Yeah, yeah that's true. New, new, new driver's license here. Watch out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other jersey kind of release, I think at the same time, uh, was essentially the glitch jersey that they have for Red Bull 1, but just without the glitches. So just kind of a gray, the glitch jersey. A gray jersey. You can hate the glitch jersey. You're wrong. I hate the glitch jersey. But the glitch jersey's awful. But then again, I'm not. I'm not of the. I I really don't like that. To me, it looks like an '80s backdrop. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) When I think '80s backdrop, I think more lasers than I think. uh, Yeah, that's '90s. Lasers popping and. That's early 90s. We were taking our kid photos in like second grade in like 92 or something or 91, 92. So like so those things were, you know, really early 90s. All right. All right. I'll I'll take your word for it. Um, Yeah. So those will be available for sale, apparently in limited quantity, uh, but not starting this weekend. So Anthony. Oh really? Oh you know, come on! Start on the twenty fourth. That's I, right. Against Nashville, the Nashville match yeah. is the first one they're going to be selling this at. Ooh. Still come out this weekend. Uh, maybe they'll have them there. Uh, probably not, as they said they they won't. But <laughs> we'll see. And it's got a little star above the logo too. So. That's right. That's what uh, uh, honestly. That's what makes the shirt is the star. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, that's why I like this team more because at least it has a history of winning. Oof. Ooh, oh. I'm not going to get into it, but I will say that oh. when it comes when it comes to the glitch, that could be a whole other episode alone. <laughs> I, I I say that while wearing an LA Galaxy jersey right now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say New York City FC jersey. Oh, no, geez. God, no! Why would I wear those guys? <laughs> we don't want to start talking about them. Um, I don't I don't root for teams that I cover. There you go. That's and as you should not. It's it's very difficult to stay partial when you cover the team. Uh, Absolutely. Anyway, let's talk about Swope Park. Uh, there's not a whole lot that's known about this team for us. Uh, obviously, the roster right now is apparently 15 players deep. They've got, it's similar to uh, Red Bulls 2, they've got a lot of unknowns. Uh, I'm just going to run down the names real quick. These are guys who, you know, for the most part are coming from the academy or are just young players who were signed. Uh, goalkeeper Brooks Thompson, only one listed on the USL re- website. Defenders Camden Riley, William Little, you're going to love this, Justin Billiou, Mark, Mark Segbers. Wow. Yeah, Justin Billiou. Uh He spent two seasons with Red Bull. Well, like one and a half. He was one and a half with us. He made some Red Bull one appearances. He did, and he yeah. didn't look bad in them, but uh, 
well, he didn't look bad in the first one. The last one that he had for Red Bull one was not so great. I think that was against Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, in the midfield, Felipe Hernandez, who's been with Swope Park for uh, a couple seasons now. Uh, Razumbak Arkmatov. I think I said that right. Uh, Close enough. Ayub Alec. Alexander Andrade. Ethan Vanacor Decker. Oh, I, that's that forward. Uh, Wilson Harris and Killian Columby. Uh, that is their their roster right now. Again, it, it's mostly unknown for us. So there's not a whole lot of roster breakdown that we can do. Uh, we know that when you look at an MLS 2 side, ideally they're going to be playing a style similar to their MLS affiliate. Uh, so you can expect a dogfight in this one. There's going to be a lot of high press. They're going to be looking to, uh, you know, attack in a sort of direct uh, style. And I think it's going to at least clash well against the Red Bulls who are going to be doing, you know, arguably the same thing. Anthony, what insight can you give me into this team? What do you got? Well, it's not just this team, but I think that it's insight into uh, these type of MLS two teams. Their personality is the personality of their head coach. Um, and I wrote about this on the uh, Red Bull 2 preview on the Red Bull News Network, is that it's John this Red Bull 2 is John Wall next team. And despite the fact that we may not know the players, we know his personality as a head coach. And we know that, yes, Red Bull 1 plays a high press, but we know that John Walnick will change things um, midstream if, if need be and play in a way that is to his personality. So with him, we know what to expect depending, you know, even if the players switch out, the real question is Swole Park is a complete mystery because they've had a rotating cast of characters in, in the head coaching position. So it it's, it's a guessing game with them is essentially the the gist of it. So, yeah, I mean, we've got our work cut out for us when it comes when it comes to both of these teams right now. But nonetheless, we have to give our predictions for this match. Uh, I'm fully aware that we're going to be way off on this. and That's OK. Let's start with you, Anthony. What do you got for this? I'm match? I'm going to say two, one Red Bull, two. OK, Bill. The last time they played Swill Park, was that in the final back in 2016? Mm, yes, yes. Was it? Yeah. They in, they in... No, they weren't in the same conference, so they didn't play them again. They played St. Yeah, Louis. They... Right. But they didn't play Swill Park again. So, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Uh, I'm hoping for another blowout. Hopefully there's still some... <laughs> <laughs> energy left over from that game uh so i'm gonna say three nothing red bull two on saturday okay fair i'm gonna i'm gonna side closer to bill and i'm gonna say it's a two nothing win uh for red bull two i i know there's a lot of unknowns in terms of what is going to be out there i like what i saw uh from scarlet in preseason even though you know there's still some shaky moments i'm presuming he's going to be partnered with Nealis, and those two on the defense i think that's a good partnership all right we're going to take a break now when we come back we're going to be talking to thad bell the managing editor at the blue testament about swip bark he's going to fill us in a little bit more about what we don't know which is good 
<laughs> and uh, then we're going to come back and make our predictions for USL Week 1. So stick around. And we're back. We've got our first interview of the year. It's Thad Bell, the managing editor at the Blue Testament. Thad, thanks for joining the show. Hey, no problem, man. Happy to do it. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned this before we started. We're very much in the same boat in terms of the unknown factor heading into this season. Uh, we still haven't even gotten a formal roster announcement for Red Bull 2 yet. What are things looking like over on the Swope Park side? Well, we have officially 15 players on the roster. And, I mean, I, I was actually out of practice yesterday and, and saw those 15. The, the, but I, I'm sure you guys kind of in the same issue with you're going to have, uh, in any, any given game, you might have zero to five or six loanees from the senior team, which completely changes everything, right? Mm-hmm. And when so, you when you yeah, look at those I, guys, uh, you also get those uh, academy load-ups, which create uh, difficulty in terms of figuring out who's going to be in that starting lineup. Yeah, because there'll probably be maybe five academy signings. Like, I mean, to start on, on academy contracts. And uh, Actually, they just signed a guy today for uh, Swell Park that's a 16-year-old keeper, which, I mean, he's actually on a real contract, a USL contract. Um, so, yeah, we, we could be seeing him, too. So, you know, um, Swole Park and New York Red Bulls, too, are, are so incredibly similar, not just in the fact that they're built in, in a similar way to function their MLS team, but also in the success they've had in, in recent history, um, particularly in the playoffs. What's been the reception in the area for um, this USL team and how, how has the fan base responded to them? There is a relatively small but very 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 dedicated group of fans for Swope Park uh, but it is small and it's it's hard to be in the same town as your senior team and not really I mean Swope Park does have at least its own identity with a name and its own little history from the park and all this other stuff but it still is just a a B team to everybody else it's a you know, it's like a practice team almost to a lot of people. Like, a lot of people have never went to a game, even though it's pretty fun. So, When you look at Swope Park having to come now to the Eastern Conference, there's uh, definitely a perception within USL that the Western Conference is maybe a little bit weaker than the Eastern Conference. Making that transition and having so many sort of unknown products uh, within the team at this point, uh, how do you expect them to fare this season? Um, I expect they will be a lower playoff team still this year. Um, first couple of years they were, you know, they, they were in the upper half of the playoff bracket and last year they're in the lower half and, you know, that's okay. That's, that's what they're there for is to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I kind of expect the same last year you had, uh, last couple of years you had Cincinnati that did really well. Uh, you still have Louisville, you still have you guys in the East. Uh, but hey, we get to face St. Louis again, which is should be a couple of wins. Um, no talking trash there, right? Um, <laughs> so, and there, there's there's a few weaker teams on the the east side. Even though I think the upper teams on the the east side were better, 
but since he's now gone, so that's that's one of them gone. So, so since um, uh, Swole Park and Red Bull Two started in the USL when they were D three, we've seen what independent teams have done to increase their rosters, which is not necessarily the same mindset of the two teams we're talking about now. But um, how do you think Swole Park has adjusted to life in D two as opposed to an independent team? Yeah, I don't think they've changed the philosophy, and really, um, the only difference in the team now between between then and now is that each year they've been able to sign another couple academy kids that are on USL contracts who are still there, like Felipe Hernandez, Wilson Harris, Frost, um, guys like that. Every year, you know, they pretty much take all the independent signed guys, the, the guys who were signed Justice Will Park that had no affiliation to Kansas City ever before, you know, they pretty much clean house and send most of them packing and try another batch. Um, you know, that's trying to just to see if they can find the right guy who might help somewhere along the line. Uh, and I don't think that's really changed. It's that each year you're going to see the roster will be a little bit more oriented towards guys who had played in the academy at some point. And when you look at the the roster right now, obviously you know you said fifteen players that uh, are for sure in this roster. Who are some of the guys that um, I guess one you think that as as fans we should be watching and, and see what they can bring to the, a, a specific game, um, and two over the course of the season uh, guys that you might expect um, to maybe get big things from. Yeah, that's. Um that's going to be a really difficult question to answer. Um, I'm not trying to be a, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be easy because a lot of these guys are new to the team of that 15. Mm -hmm. Um, they've brought in and they don't, you know, there's, uh, a Ford from Ghana who William Opoku Minsa, I'm probably butchering his name. You know, he scored quite a few goals in Ghana, not quite as much as what blessing did. Uh, who was the, the gold king of Ghana, as he never failed to tell us in an interview. <laughs> um, and Latif came in and scored like three, four goals in MLS play the first year. Now, maybe this guy come in and lights it up for USL and adjust quickly. Who knows? He could be a, he could be a guy who, who does that. But he's relatively new. To, he just got here like last week, I think. So uh, he may not even play this weekend, or you know, he may not be in the 18. Uh, Wilson Harris has been... Uh, he's a academy kid that they somehow stole from LA and from Seattle, but still somehow counted counts as an academy kid. Um, and he was doing pretty well in preseason. Uh, scored two, three, four goals in preseason with Sporting down in uh, Arizona. The, the guy I was watching in practice yesterday. I thought who he had moments that he looked like he could be really dangerous. He's a French winger, Killian Columbi. Again, probably butchering every single name out there. <laughs> so okay, I apologize to them in advance. Um, and you know, so the, I mean, those are some guys who I hey I don't know very well, but have at least a little flash of maybe they will do something. Uh, Felipe Hernandez, who he's been there for the last couple of years, he basically started as on a you know academy contract and then got a USL contract, and he's been there the last couple of years and kind of growing into that. He's their go-to. Uh, midfielder who he he basically plays any of the positions in the mid and he's 
probably more suited to be an eight. So he's not going to be something that's going to be exciting and like light up the light up the gold. But he's also a guy who's really steady and always delivers. But then, you, and then you're going to have all the the potential for loans. I would guess this weekend you're going to see at least two to four loans down from Sporting, and they will probably all be the younger players, guys like Kuzane or Busio. Uh, and, and, uh, I don't know if you've heard probably have heard, but I should explain. Gianco Busio, a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. uh, actually got in a game last night in CCL play for 10-15 uh, minutes. He's a guy who has a ton of potential and could light it up at any moment. And he's just got to you know, take that next step of uh, playing against adults. And there's another 16-year-old, Tyler Freeman. He's a guy who they have a lot of uh, anticipation that he could be one of the best players coming out of the academy of all time. So that's that's some of the guys that could be there, but I don't know. Fair. So Red Sorry, Bull. So, it's okay. No, it's <laughs> great. That's perfect. So um, obviously this is a rematch of the 2016 USL Championship game, at least in laundry. But um, the is the feeling that uh, that this fixture is one that could become a rivalry moving forward if they stay in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Um, yeah, who knows, man. It's hard to have a rivalry when most of your players aren't the same from, you know, from two years to, you know, you're going to have a carryover from each year to year, but I think over about two years, 90% of each roster will probably have changed (laughs) on both cases. So it's pretty much hard to have a rivalry from when the players are like, yeah, it's just another, you know, just another game to them, so... I mean, there isn't a single player on, um, or at least potentially on the team for Red Bull Two this coming Saturday that will that played in that game. Yeah, I, it would I, unless they they bring down Velo and Bezicourt just keep getting the minutes. I think you're right, Anthony. I don't think either of them will uh, be on the field. Uh, that yeah, there might be one or two for Swope that would be in the 18. So, and that's at most. So, yeah, and that we were in the 18 then. That uh, before we let you go, uh, I I didn't mention this beforehand, but we have a tradition around here uh, that we call the lightning round, uh, and it is a series of uh, irreverent questions that uh, are are generally yes or no or a you know one selection over the other. Are you ready? No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have failed the lightning round. Uh, no. Okay. Popcorn. Yes or no. Arthur Bryant's or Oklahoma Joe's? Neither. Elsie's. Oh, there you go. Throw it down. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario? Neither. Okay, last one. You are on death row, okay? What is your last meal? Uh, grilled skirt steak tacos. Oh, that, God. Respectable. Very respectable. <laughs> well, that uh, The last thing before we let you go, uh, give us a prediction for this weekend. What's the scoreline? 3-2, you guys. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. Um yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, next time that uh, the Red Bulls play Swope Park, we'll reach out and hopefully we can join us again. 
Yeah, yeah, no problem. And if you guys come this way for a game, let me know. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll take you down to LC's, which is better than the other two. So Nice. And, uh, All right, man. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe by then we'll uh, we'll know more about either of our teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, and, and I'm relatively confident there will be. A, I mean, I'm relatively confident. I know a few of the players who will be playing this weekend. It's just how which ones will be where. Right. And all, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just enjoying this watching the young guys play and get better. That's oh, that's same. what I get out of these teams. Same. That's what drew so, drew us know. to this team in the first place was getting to watch these guys. We got to watch Tyler Adams literally grow up. It was fantastic. Yeah, and hey, you did a great job with that one, man. I had nothing to do with it. He he did that on his own. <laughs> no, I'll take the credit. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the couple hundred cheering fans helped his growth. When we come back, we're going to look at the rest of the USL. Stick around. We're back for our final segment. We're just going to run down the uh, schedule for this weekend for USL, and we're just going to pick winners and losers or draw. Uh, we're not analyzing any of this, or else we'll be here all year. There are 36 teams in USL this season. What the what? Okay, we're going to start off Friday night. Tacoma Defiance versus Rio Grande Valley. Uh, Anthony. I got Tacoma winning this game because Rio Grande was. I said awful no analysis. I just said awful last year. It's one sentence. <laughs> Bill. 2 uh, 0 Tacoma. You just have to pick a winner. Don't give me a score. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on us. Uh, we did Swope <laughs> Park. St. Louis, Indy 11. Oh, I didn't give mine. I, I'll say Tacoma as well. Uh, St. Louis, Indy 11. Anthony. I say Indy. Bill? I'm going to say Indy as well. Yep, all three, Indy. Uh, they have a lot of good talent. Uh, North Carolina FC, Louisville City FC. Come on, really? <laughs> That's Louisville. one for Louisville. I'm going out. I'm going to say North Carolina. Ooh, I'm going to say this Ooh. is a draw. Uh, Reno 1868 FC, Orange County SC. Orange County all the way. Yeah, Orange County. Uh, I'm going to be different. I'm going to say Reno. Uh, Memphis, 901. You didn't watch enough Orange County games. (laughs) (laughs) Memphis, 901 in Tampa Bay. Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Yep, three for Tampa. They got Andrew Tenari now. They're going to win all the things. It's all Red Bull 2 guys. (laughs) And Brandon Allen. That's that's true. But uh, Junior Flemings has moved out to oh, that's Phoenix. Right. Phoenix. It's, where's Bonomo? Yes. He went somewhere too. He's he went to Tampa, didn't he? Did it? I thought he left Tampa though. He okay. did leave Tampa. He's somewhere Bonomo. now. Bonomo. Sacramento. Let's see. I'll see if I can find it quickly. Yeah, he's Sacramento. Yeah. Oh, you got yep. it. Thanks, man. Sac Republic. Couldn't have found it better myself. Atlanta United 2, Hartford Athletic. Hartford's first game. Ooh. I'm going to go Hartford because Atlanta sucks. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go Hartford, too. You want to start off uh, first game ever with the win. Atlanta, too, is at home, though. I feel like this is going to be a draw. Uh, Charleston Battery, Ottawa Fury. Mm. Charleston. Ottawa. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Charleston. Nashville and Loudoun United, the DC affiliate. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Easily Nashville. Uh, Tulsa Roughnecks, Portland Timbers 2. Portland Timbers 2. Tulsa stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say Tulsa. Oh, you, that somehow peer pressured him into reverse psychology. They have, they have <laughs> the best name in USL, the Tulsa Roughnecks. No. No, no, no. Yes, we're, they do. We're gonna get yes, to the do. best name in USL, but no, that is don't. not it. Uh, San Antonio FC. Oh wait, I didn't pick one for that. Uh, I'm gonna say draw. San Antonio FC, Phoenix Rising. Phoenix, Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Phoenix. El Paso Locomotive, OKC Energy. God. El Paso's got a great name, Anthony. That's right up there. Locomotive. I, yeah, I know. I don't I, I don't think I can pick against a team called El Paso Locomotive. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick El Paso. And they're playing OKC. Uh Bill? Yeah. I'm I'm picking El Paso as well. Okay. Uh I agree. New Mexico United, Fresno FC. Wow, they started this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh Fresno. Because, um, you know, Frank Yallop, why not? Okay. Yeah, I'm going Fresno, too. I'm giving it to New Mexico. They're starting the season off on the right foot. Uh, Los- Their logo sucks. Los Dos or Switchbacks? Switchbacks. Switchbacks. I'll call it a draw. Uh, Eric Winalda's debut with the Las Vegas Lights versus Austin Bold. Uh, before we pick, the owner of Las Vegas guarantees that Las Vegas is going to beat Austin, and if they don't, they're giving free tickets to everyone who comes to this match. <laughs> I love this team. It's hard not to. I love this team. They're, they're the greatest thing that happened. They're, they're the greatest thing that's happened to American soccer. Um, I will say that Eric Winalda's Vegas Lice will win. Okay. I'm going to say that as well, and I wonder if you can even bet on the USL in New Jersey because you can bet on every other sport from your phone now. So I wonder if we can bet on the USL games. Um, I'm sure of it that you can. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Sac Republic, Real Monarchs. Real Monarchs. I'm going to agree with Anthony again on this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with that too. Uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, we Bonomo's playing for Sac Republic. They're going to win. And then Sunday, Birmingham Legion uh, or Bethlehem Steel? Is Birmingham a new team? Yes. Yes. I'm going to go with them then. Let's have them win their first game. I say draw. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, draw is probably about right. I think that's right. Um, Okay. That takes us through all of the things. Um, oh, I didn't get to uh, talk about the greatest name in all of uh, U.S. Eldom. Tormenta. South Georgia oh, Tormenta FC. That's League One. So what? It's Our USL. League... Yeah, but come on. We're not talking about League One here. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's a cool name, but I don't know if it beats out El Paso Locomotive. Oh yeah, yeah, they're the locomotive. Yeah, they're loco motives. I, at, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some strange amount of uh, masculinity uh, pouring. Is out. it better than Greenville <laughs> Triumph or Lansing Ignite? 
La- Lansing Ignite is good. And uh, full uh, transparency, the first time I saw Lansing Ignite, it was kind of far away. And I thought it said Lasagna Ignite. And I got very excited <laughs> that there was a team called Lasagna. But it was a lie. Now, if that was true, that would be a contender for best. <laughs> Their mascot would be Garfield, obviously. Um, there is a uh, there is a minor league baseball team called the uh, the Chunklas, I think. Um, so, like, it's yeah, minor league baseball knows how to how to make it happen. I think it's like the San Antonio Chunklas. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, that's it. For yes, they today. are, and 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 they have and they have a flip flop as a logo. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I am at underscore Joe Goldstein, and I am at NYC Sports World, and I'm at Bill T N J. I I gotta say, I'm still nostalgic for uh, Attitude AJM, but I guess it is what it is. Uh, and if you'd like to follow the show, and we hope you do, we are at Raising Bull Cast. That's one bull, Raising Bull Cast. Don't forget the G, otherwise it's Raisin Bull. And uh, <laughs> that's not us. <laughs> yeah, we're not the California Raisins. Uh, and you can follow all of our work at the Red Bull News Network, at RB News Network. And of course, that's all on Twitter. We're on Facebook.com slash Raising Bulls. We're on RaisingBulls.com where we post all of our episodes. Uh, I, at one point, I used to threaten that we would have written content there. That's all obviously happened at Red Bull News Network at rbnn.us. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast app, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Find us, rate us, review us. And if we're not there, tell us, and we will make sure that we end up there. I'm, I'm sure that there's other third parties that I'm unaware of that uh, can host our podcast. Please. If you want to listen to us on some on something else other than what I've listed, please reach out and tell us. Hashtag Merced in. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network at BGN.FM. They've got a ton of great shows and more are added every day. I'm not going through the list because uh, I still haven't updated it. Sorry, guys, at BGN.FM. Uh, I know some of them are there, like Sock Takes and Rising is One, uh, Speedway Soccer, Play the Kids. But, uh, again, I'm going to hold back from naming too many because i don't know all of them that are on there i know we are and i know that mongols is on there the pittsburgh riverhounds podcast uh uh yeah there's there's more for sure i'll I'll fix it up for next week guys uh anyway uh last but not least we'd like to thank our sponsor roughneck scarves the official scarf supplier of mls usl and u.s soccer get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com that's it for myself anthony merced and bill toomey Thank you very much, and welcome to the 2019 USL Championship season. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>